0: Same things white people love. Until somebody messes up. Ice coffee. Spikeball. Hiking. The beach. Can jam on the beach. Tanning to be darker. Taylor Swift. Ooh. Billie Eilish. Ballet. Classical music. The Nutcracker. Ooh. Piano lessons. Crossing the street when they see someone that's not white. Skiing. Croquet. Okay. espresso shots. polo, Uh, other cultures accents. Ooh, half knowing Spanish. Ooh, that's a good one. Hummus. I respect that. Taco night. A really unseasoned bland taco night. Yeah, well, speaking of unseasoned, pita chips. Y'all love pita chips. What about American Girl? (laughs) Hot Topic. Greta Gerwig. Sorry, Greta Thunberg. Oh, that HBO show Girls. I like that a lot. Vanderpump Rules. All reality TV. Let's go with Chai Tea. Oh, y'all like... Sashimi. Non-brand black boots. Oh, those like really clunky white sneakers. The L train. Williamsburg. Staying hydrated. Oh, now jean water bottles. Ooh, that's a good one. Excessively long road trips for no reason. Oh, having your toes out in every situation. The national anthem. Saying that you only need to wash your hair twice a week. Big 10 football. Brunch. That's a real good one. Oh, really poor fitting jeans. Ooh, Montauk. Finance vests. Oh, like listing all their non-white friends. Little curly, twisty mustaches. Oh, of course. Oh, those like super small sunglasses that are like John Lennon types. Oscar-nominated films. Oh, wow. Uh, music festivals, musicals, Fish, Woke Up, Loud Luxury, Foo Fighters. I think you got me. I don't got you. Yes, of course I do. What? Yeah.
1: Hey, I kind of like a lot of those things. All right. What's up, Cenk says? It's back. I'm back. I'm back and I got a lot to talk to you about. It's been a crazy two weeks and I'm happy to be recording again because I finally have time. So... Let's not wait, let's just get into it.
0: Janky Jack, hit the ground, Jack, we can get the janky popping That's a sound. Jack, Jack, we make you frown. Jack, go upside down. Jack, it's getting janky. We the greatest pound for pound. pound. What up days, Jack, what up day Jack, what a brawl Jack, what up James? What up days? Jack, what up day Jack, what up? brawl
1: Jack, what up? Dave? getting janky it's getting janky it's getting janky i love it when we jank around it's getting janky it's getting janky it's getting janky i love it when we jank around janky town what's up jank says welcome to an all new new episode of janky town i'm dave and uh we're gonna talk about stupid things and weird things and just things that are happening in my stupid life so thanks for listening thanks for being a patreon subscriber and if you are not a patreon subscriber it's not too late get more than one episode a month of janky town so subscribe janky town nope patreon.com forward slash janky town they just start at five bucks come on five bucks a month and you get all the jankiness in your ears if you're on social media, you could check out JankyTown at JankyTown69 on Twitter and Instagram. But um, you could email. You could also email JankyTown69 at gmail.com. The Jank Line eight five five Janky 69 Uh, it might be going away. Uh, I gotta see how well I could integrate it and use it, and if there's other ways I could use it other than voicemail. But uh, yeah, if if you wanna. Give me a call, leave a message, 855-JANKY69, talk about what I'm talking about, give me suggestions, something to talk about, or complain to me, whatever. Or if you just want to get something off your chest, go ahead and give it a call, I will be happy to answer anything. 855-JANKY69, the jank line, which may be going away. All right, let's get started. Guys, janksters. we did it. We did it. I'm so proud of us all. We survived a fucking hurricane. woohoo Los Angeles Los Angeles, Southern California area. We survived a hurricane. Now Florida always would have had the claims of hey we have a hurricane down south they had hurricanes and man, they look bad. They would always be bad. flooding, destruction, winds. but here in Los Angeles, nah. Just rain. Just rain. Um, Now, I know in Baja, it was pretty bad. uh, And in weird spots like San San Diego is weird, but it just it went to Palm Springs and Nevada. And it it was weird seeing all those places flood. Um, La Quinta, not La Quinta. uh, Was it Palm Desert? I saw had... Like streets flooded which is wild because don't they have so many channels out there for this exact reading reason for flash floods for everything, but I'm glad everyone's safe. I'm glad we all you know joking aside. I'm glad it wasn't as bad as as it the media made it out to be like it's crazy. I posted something on my personal Instagram uh, Dave K zero M on Twitter and Instagram. And threads. Uh, threads. <laughs> Who even uses threads anymore? Uh, but I, I posted an image that that uh, I, I saw on my meme group and and it was it's it's pretty spot on accurate where day one, the world's gonna end, the this is gonna be the biggest blizzard ever, and then when it's about to hit, well, it's a tropical storm. But <laughs> But it's just like they they get us into a frenzy. Why? We know like when it comes to weather, they're always wrong. Like no one told us it was going to rain this morning. You know, I'm recording this on Saturday morning. No one told us it was going to rain. Huh? Nope. Uh Uh-uh. But one thing about Hillary, I could say that is a good thing. And I'm sure this is not just me, but a lot of people who have lawns yes, my lawn was dying. Omar was right. It's fucking hard taking care of a lawn. And I have a lot of lawn to take care of. Um, not bigger than a lot of people, but I, I got a good amount of lawn to take care of. And some of my lawn was turning yellow and I was very sad. I was doing everything I can. I tried to get the revive. i have been watering it, you know, which we're allowed to do. We're allowed to use the sprinklers three, three times a week. But the Another three times I'm out there, you know, the hose just watering down, which we're allowed to do per Los Angeles County District guidelines. Um, but, yeah, I'm trying I'm trying everything I can to keep my lawn green and my grass growing. And there I'm getting spots and my grass was turning yellow, at least in the front lawn. The back lawn is is doing OK. There's some spots, but but uh, it's still green and. Thanks to Tropical Storm Hillary, it just flooded my lawn and now my lawn is back to being green. So thank you, Hillary. Thanks for all the free water. Turned off my sprinklers for that for those couple of days. Didn't need to because water is fucking expensive, man. I can't I can't believe it. Like I had a leak in my bath in my bathtub. (sighs) The water bill went up the fuck just for a leak. Ah, So make sure you check all your bathtub nozzles and everything. Is this a PSA for LAWDWP or something? Yeah. All right, man. Well, that is we survived. Oh, I didn't even mention during the storm. I'm sure a lot of people got this. You get an alert and there's a fucking uh, earthquake. (laughs) Uh, Earthquake. It says earthquake immediate. Get to a place, stop, drop and cover. I was going to say roll, but it's that's that's a fire. Stop, drop, and roll. But an earthquake alert during the rainstorm. And I just look at my phone. I'm like, nah, I didn't see anything. And I thought, nothing of it. But then it turns out it was a pretty big one, a 5.2 in Ojai, which is about an hour, maybe an hour and a half outside of Los Angeles area. So it was close enough where I'm sure some people felt it. But if you felt it during the rain... Man, that's just a lot going on that weekend, but but man, we survived, and I'm glad everyone, no damage, not too much damage across the city, and I hope people, uh, everyone came out, all the Jenkses came out unscathed for the most part. But we survived a hurricane, uh, we should get a t-shirt. But then after that, my god, what a week, uh, what a week. In my life, guys, I'm I'm sorry I couldn't record another episode. I the plan was like there, there's been an episode that that is literally will never be done because all the topics are pretty old. So I I just dropped it. Like the girl who tried to to uh, use Mountain Dew to 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 <laughs> to wash herself after committing a murder. Like what kind of idiot is that? That was going to be in what the fuck news, but I I. I couldn't get to it because we just had a busy week. Now, Mountain Dew, it's got to be one of the worst substances, right? Like, if, if think about it. This person wanted to, to use it to wash off DNA from her hands. Like, and people drink that? Oh, I, like, I don't even like the taste of Mountain Dew. It tastes kind of gross. And, uh, like, who's going to – I don't know who likes Mountain Dew. Like, Taco Bell is now having Mountain Dew gelato. Who wants that? Like, gelato's not even real ice cream. I don't know. Like, there's good gelato. Yes, I, I understand that. But Mountain Dew, and especially like the Baja Blast or some shit like that. Yeah, no Mountain Dew. No bueno. No bueno. I mean, I haven't been to Taco Bell in a couple months. So, and I mean a couple, like a lot, like maybe six, seven months. So, I don't think I have to worry about that. And I know that's one of their biggest uh sellers, which people, stop drinking Mountain Dew. Stop Stop it, please. Just drink a, a normal soda. <laughs> drink a Coke. I'll even say drink a Pepsi. Nah, never drink a Pepsi. But the week, my week, yes. Oh, man. All right. So for some of the people who don't know, I work at a talent booking agency, and we book all kinds of different uh, guests on, you know, actors, athletes, politicians, authors, any, any Any type of guest that our clients want, we get. But sometimes I work on TV shows. And one of the TV shows I work on is Celebrity Jeopardy. So we've been the past couple of months booking Celebrity Jeopardy. And the time has come where we finally had to film Celebrity Jeopardy. So my last week started with day one of taping Celebrity Jeopardy. And for those who are thinking, hey, isn't there a strike going on? Like, shouldn't you not uh, be filming something right now? Yes, that is correct, there is a strike going on, but no, uh, Celebrity Jeopardy along with other programs like documentaries, news broadcasts, podcasts, they are all under a separate agreement from SAG and they thus they are allowed to continue. We did not break any rules or anything. All the questions were pre-written by by the the writers because they they anticipated there was going to be a strike, so they wrote questions way in advance. So uh, everything was on the up and up, and I was happy to work on this, and I'm glad we were able to to uh, to record the show because they spend a lot of money on uh charity they they give a lot of money to charity so this is a good cause and it's a fun time and and who doesn't love jeopardy right so monday in you know when it was supposed to be a stormy hurricaney day i have to get there on set to at about you know 7 a.m and then we tape all the way until about 8 p.m so that's just one day. Then the next day, normal day, Tuesday, work. But then my genius, you know, I I I didn't get a chance to play basketball. I, usually, I normally play basketball uh, as one of my workouts on Monday nights. Didn't get a chance to play because I was at Jeopardy. So my friend had up uh, had a basketball league, and shout out to uh, to Rick Daddy, <laughs> Ricky Chu, for uh, not only being a good dude, but for always inviting me to play at, at his at his spots. Um, he had a, a game going on at 10 p.m. at night. Now, your body is pretty tired by 10 p.m. But yep, there we were, you know, hooping it up from 10 p.m. and and I knew I had to leave early because I had to go be back at Jeopardy on Wednesday. So I only played from 10 to 11 and got a good sweat in because that's part of my workout is that's how i'm trying to stay fit and stay active is basketball I, I love playing basketball so if anyone has a a basketball game and they need a sub and or something i'm down to go pretty much wherever to play if you need some i'm decent i'm not great i'm not a uh i'm not a one i'm not a, i'm not like a ball handler i'm <laughs> you know but i i can make some shots um and i know how to play defense and that's where i i I think I am pretty good and I I fit in wherever anyone is. So if you ever need someone, eh, give me a try. I might, I might have fun with you. Um, but we play till about, well, they, they played until about 1230, but I left at around 11 cause I had to be at Jeopardy again at 7am the next day. And again, we tape until 8pm. So I'm not home till about like nine and, and it's been a pretty long day. And then I forget that I'm supposed to go hang out with the monkey on Thursday. Yes, the monkey and Marin Dungey, they're nice enough. Kevin's nice enough to invite me to the KLOS takeover of Disneyland. So Thursday night, drive my ass down to Anaheim, hook up with uh, the monkey and uh, Kevin Ryder and Marin, And we have a great night. It's a great, chill night. It wasn't like normal disneyland you know we just relaxed had fun caught up it was really nice to to hang with kevin and and marin and guys i don't know if you know this but marin is pretty rad so so just hanging out with her i was kind of bummed that kev dog couldn't come on a lot of the rides with us because you know one it a lot of the rides aren't great for his back we all know he has back issues but then two the rides we got on were the other ones were like spinny and he doesn't like those so he didn't get on um, so it would have been cool to to get on some more rides with Cav Dog, but we had a nice night. We got on Guardians of the Galaxy, which is the best ride, you know. And then, of course, in typical monkey fashion, he uh, somehow gets injured and cuts himself, and and is bleeding everywhere, all over Del- uh, California Adventure. So <laughs> we had to go clean him up for that. But nothing, a little uh, water and and tissue could help. But but yeah, good times with the monkey. So that's Thursday. Now. I've talked about my doggy Rhonda for a lot. Friday, you know, we, or Thursday night, we come home pretty late. Uh, The event ended at at midnight and we're in Anaheim. So it's time we got to the parking lot and get home, you know, uh, then I had to feed Rhonda. So I fed her pretty late. So it was about two o'clock before I even get home, Uh, get home and get to bed. So Friday, you know, we got to be at work. We, we got to be at work. And normally Fridays, I, I have surf club where I go surf with my buddies, uh, the L.A. Surf Club, which everyone's invited to come learn how to surf. Or if you know how to surf, come surf with us. It's it's fun. We hang out. We have donuts and coffee and, and just chat and meet new people. It's pretty cool. People of all ages. I mean, young people and old people like myself. We all hang out. We're all everyone's pretty nice across the board. Um. Yeah, so I don't go to that because obviously I'm way too tired. But what do we wake up to? Rhonda. Rhonda bugging us. Normally she like bugs me to go outside to go to the bathroom. But this time it was a little weird because she was bugging me like like not for food but to wake me up to let me know that something was wrong. (laughs) Now... Oh my God, this was a bad day for Rhonda. And of course, since she had a bad day, we had a shitty day. And what does that mean? That means Rhonda was literally shitting everywhere. Normally she wakes me up to go out poop. Doesn't matter the time of day. 1 a.m., 2 a.m., 3 a.m., 4 a.m., 5 a.m. She'll wake me up and go. But she must have felt bad or something because she decided I'm not going to wake them up. I'm just gonna go shit all over the kitchen floor, on the rug-bowl in the kitchen, you know, in the dining room, just a little poop here, a little poop there. And normally Rhonda has little little nugs, right? But no, not not today. Not today. Today she's dropping little watery poops everywhere. And in my bathroom, she decides to go in my bathroom. Leaves two little nugs there and they come. But here's the worst part. We wake up and right by Chris's head, there's a fucking trail of shit in our bed. And pet owners, I know this is not a, it's happened to everybody. And it's happened to me before where she's either pissed in bed or shit in bed. But this was Nasty. This just a big long streak of poop right by Krista's head because we have a California King so there's some space in between Krista and I and that's where Rhonda and Roger and everyone you know everyone both of them sleep when uh, well we're in bed and when it's a nice night and we're all in bed together that's where they sleep they sleep sleeping between us but this time <laughs> Rhonda just left a shit a strip of shit and it was disgusting it was gross so our friday morning and mind you i'm fucking exhausted krista's exhausted we're tired from the week and i have to be at work in about three hours so we have to just my morning consisted of us mopping washing cleaning washing branda's ass like this is This is the non-glorious part of being a pet owner. I mean, look, she's cute as hell, and she's an adorable dog, and she's a great dog for the most part, you know, but this is the non-fun part of being a pet owner, is when your dog has a shitty day, and in turn, you have a shitty day, so I started work late because we had to clean all the sheets, clean the rugs, wash things outside, but... It was it was okay and her stomach was okay. So it's okay. She's still my little girl. She's still my little my little babies. The cutest thing in the world. And she just got groomed. So yay, she's cute. Oh yeah, Jeopardy premieres Wednesday, September 27th on ABC. Check it out. See who I booked. Yeah, you might like them. But it's uh it was fun. <sighs> but Jake says I don't know if you if you watched the show Dave but one of the characters on the show is named Gata, And Gata has a chain. He has a bunch of chains around his neck because he's a rapper. You know, he's a rapper. He's a hype man. And one of the chains is a street sign for Western. Now, I never really, uh, you know... Uh, really understood why he would have a street sign that says Western. Now, Western is a street in Los Angeles that goes all the way from Silver Lake, through you know, to our... Where does it go to? Yeah, because it turns into Los Feliz. So, so Los Feliz, down Hollywood, all the way through South uh, L.A. I don't even know where it ends. Torrance, maybe? It ends at the beach, right? So Western is a huge, huge uh, street. It's a big thoroughfare as they say i think that's the right word um but now krista and i live off of of western and we have coined a term it be called western be wildin so i'm gonna tell you why western be wildin today normally you know we have the hookers on western they're up and down not they oh hooker update they left my block yeah Western be wild and so much they left my block so yay I got no more hookers on my block good for me but they moved down the block to down Western a couple of blocks over I still see them and uh, yeah so the hookers are there they're okay they're okay um, but Western be wilding. there's so much shit that goes on Western. People are driving crazy at nighttime when they have the yellow flashing lights, which I had no idea was like go. It was like a green. No idea what that was. but people haul ass and it's supposed to be caution lights and nope, they're just speeding. I've seen uh road rage incidents at 7 am in the morning. people, some bad crashes. But let me just tell you about the latest uh, Western B. Wildin story. I was coming home from work because I work off of Western. This is so crazy. I work off of Western, so I just drive Western every day. And I'm coming home from work. And there's all these people who set up uh, like mom and pop taco shops and and pupasarias and uh, quesadillas and all these types of different street vendors who set up shop along Western. So I'm coming down and I see there's some traffic and I see white smoke ahead of me. And I'm thinking, oh, okay, so someone's just starting up their grill. They're burning it up. They're, you know, they're lighting it up and they start they're there's just white smoke, thinking nothing of it. But then I see people start merging into one lane, into the left lane. And I'm thinking, okay, so there's a fire of some sort. But the smoke is white, so nothing too crazy. But then I see a big plume of smoke. There's more smoke coming. And I just, I'm like, okay, this is strange. This isn't a street vendor. This is something else. So as I get up to the corner, I see a Jeep that is burning out his tire. This guy is is busted a tire. He's on an axle. But he's still turning the tire and it's, you know, it's hitting the street and like sparks are coming out and it's just white smoke. But I noticed that his other tires were the axles were off the body. Like he wrecked this Jeep. This guy wrecked his Jeep and then it stops and I'm still in traffic, mind you. And I'm just sitting there and we're slowly people are moving around it. It's at a stoplight. So it's, and it's a big stoplight. And. And people are going through, you know, the stoplight. We're at red. And then I see, as soon as it turns red, a group of people start surrounding this car. And I'm like, oh, well, this guy just got in an accident. They're going to help him. But then I see a guy pull out a long kitchen knife. Like, not the ones that, like, uh... The, the big fat ones that you're chopping up veggies and stuff like that this is a long knife that you like stick in and start cutting the meat like it's long with jagged edges and he pulls out a knife and starts running towards the car and i'm like oh shit something is going down right in front of me and i can't move anywhere i'm just stuck in traffic at a red light but the people who were surrounding the car they weren't in the, the street or anything so they they were like they weren't Blocking traffic or anything, they were just surrounding the car because he he hit like the the sidewalk, the the turn, like ran the right lane. He hit it, and that's where he stopped, and there or his tires fell off or whatever. So then we're just stuck there, and I see this group of people getting trying to get into the car. One guy is furious and starts like smashing the like hitting the door and trying to open the the door. Like strongly and another guy's trying to break the window on the other side. I was like, oh my God, what happened here? This is no longer a, hey, this guy got into an accident. Let's help him out. This is a mob getting to the driver of, yo, we're going to get you. So right before it turns green, I, the guys opened the door. I don't know if that dude unlocked the door or what, but they opened the door, pull this guy out after punching him a couple of times, pull him out, throw him to the ground, drag him. And at this point, they're dragging him around, around the the car. And I see the group, it's about five people uh, go around him and start punching him and kicking him. And there's another guy who comes in and is like trying to be the peacekeeper, which is man, it's, it's tough because you want to, like, I don't know what this guy did, but you want to like not have violence on the street, but you also don't want when there's a mob to be that guy who gets stabbed because you're just in the way of, of something. So luckily there was no stabbing. There was just punching and fighting. So it turns green and I leave and then uh, I pass by and, and nothing like I'm like, okay, I'm. I don't want to see it. I'm just like, all right, thank God there was no guns. I don't want to see a murder right in front of me. So I keep going down. About a block down on Western, they have these RVs that are just parked there. They're, I guess, they're homeless encampments, right? There's, there's two RVs, but one of them was fucking smashed, and the lady was in the middle of the street cleaning up her her mess, like she was sweeping the street. Uh, because the the RV was smashed and I noticed there was two cars with uh back like the the backs of their cars were just rammed like they got rammed from behind oops I just rammed my mic uh they got rammed from behind and it was nuts like I was just like of course this is western western be wildin so there's another accident down the block so Then I'm driving down, and then I see the police cars racing up. So I'm like, okay, they're going to go to that one accident. I see them racing up. There's three cop cars. They're racing up. They're on it. You know, someone called the cops. Great. I get home. I check my Citizen app because you know Citizen's going to be there. And I got the full recap. There was someone there live, and they talked to someone who witnessed the whole thing. And here's what happened. This guy stole the Jeep. And was intoxicated, right? Stole the Jeep with a passenger. Was driving down Western. Up Western, I should say. I was driving down Western. He was driving up Western. Hit two cars as they were there in traffic, you know, at a light. Hits two cars. Then runs into the RV. Like driving alongside of it. Like you see in the movies where. Just smashing the RV. And. Dan goes into the intersection, tries to bust a bitch because there's cars in in his lane, tries to bust a bitch and is out of control and hits the curb and smashes his tires and that's when I came in and I start seeing uh seeing him smoke out cuz he hit the curb and his tires busted out. Now the mob what happened was they did indeed beat the shit out of him they they beat him up pretty bad but the video was showing the guy the driver which well, some say he deserves it i mean one or two punches yes but he could have killed people so ugh, listen man this is the the moral dilemma of street theory right like this guy could have killed people beat his ass until the cops come um but he then got beat up the cops came they got there he had a passenger the passenger did not try to run he just stayed and 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 you know put his hands up when the mob was getting the 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 driver he they didn't try he didn't try to help the driver or anything he just put his hands up and and stayed out of it and uh the cops came Arrested the passenger or or at least handcuffed them for questioning because I don't know what the deal was, but Arrested the driver, but they were saying that he stole the car Wrecked it ran into all those people So I think those were the, all the people from the homeless encampment Beating the shit out of them because he they ruined their his their spot, you know um, but luckily no one was hurt other than the driver but man, that's just another day on Western because Western be wildin'. Now, if you have a Western be wildin' story, please share it with me. I wanna know what else I'm missing. Please do. Uh, you know, Dave KOM on, on Instagram, Twitter, hit me up. I wanna know all these stories. But Western for sure be wildin'. All right, let's do a segment I haven't done in a minute. But, uh, let's let's get into some bad news. Um, alright. It's an intro. This segment's about to begin, though. Say hello to the darkness and welcome the blues. Dave is about to bring you some bad news. Oh, no. All right, let's go to New York where an eight-year-old was doing a lemonade stand to make money. And you know how eight-year-olds do. They just they just make some shitty lemonade and a water in a cup and they pour it for you. You give them a buck. You carry on your way. You know, everyone, everyone's good. Well, not in New York because in the Upper West Side... These two guys go up to Julian Lin and ask him for two cups of coffee. Coffee? What the fuck am I saying? I need coffee. They, they ask for two cups of lemonade. And when little Julian, this is his first mistake. When little Julian turns his back to go get said lemonade, these two guys grab his money jar and run off with it, jumping on scooters and taking off (laughs) what the fuck? so julian says i feel disappointed in humanity uh i didn't realize that someone would want to rob an eight-year-old now some of his customers paid him using venmo so he didn't lose all his money but then his neighbors also stepped up by trying to make up for these stolen uh, earnings you know he says when i lost all that cash a lot of people wanted to help me recover so they gave me extra big tips Um, it made me feel good that so many people wanted to help me recover from this attack. Okay. It wasn't an attack. It was, you he got, they just took your jar. Uh, it made me feel happy, joyful, and grateful. The youngster who goes by the professional name, Julian businessman and favors bow ties and neckties while on the job has been bootstrapping since he was four. From folding boxes at a local bakery to mopping classroom floors to helping out a neighborhood fruit stand. I just love working, he told uh, the blog UpperEastSide.com. I love everything about it. Local merchants who have gotten a helping hand from Julian said they're sad, but sure he'll bounce back. He's such a nice gentleman, a nice kid. Very optimistic and positive. Melanie Singh, uh, a cashier at, at Epicy's Bakery, told The Post. He is a business kid, and I'm sure he will never stop. The owner of the neighborhood fruit stand who identified himself only as John agreed. He is a business kid, he says. I'm sure he will never stop. So he said the same thing that the lady said. Great, great reporting here, Post. All right. Despite Sunday's financial setback, Julian agreed that he hasn't soured on the future business endeavors, although he has learned some valuable lessons. Yeah, like you put the lemonade in the front, not... In back, where you turn around and you put the money in the back where only you can get it. Come on, Julian. I know you're eight, but where are your parents? They could have helped you out. Uh, Julian says, I will keep doing what I'm doing because I love being a businessman and I love dogs. Okay. He added, we all all love dogs. Uh, And he added, 30% of my profits go to the Best Friends Animal Sanctuary. His parents agreed that the unpleasant experience was a teaching moment. It's an important lesson for any businessman. We are just grateful that so many people have come out to support Julian in the aftermath. They told the Post in a statement Thursday. We still look out for one another when going gets tough, and that's what Julian is taking away from this, they added. Okay, this is kind of sad, right? Like, who robs an eight-year-old? But at the same time because that was pretty dumb to keep your money in the front at the same time what if this was all a ploy by little julian businessman julian where oh we the little 8-year-old robbed kid got robbed everybody venmo this guy more money to make up for the money He lost. So he pays these two guys $150 that was in the jar. Easy peasy. No one's going to arrest these guys because they're never going to find them. And he makes more money. And now he's in the news. And now people are going to go to his lemonade stand. I call this marketing. So great job, Julian. Great job on your marketing. What's going on in Chicago you might be thinking, right? Everyone hears the stories about Chicago and how crazy it is and violent, but I mean, every city is like that, right? Right? Well, how about this story? A Chicago TV news crew reporting on a string of robberies in the city's west town neighborhood became the story when they themselves were robbed at gunpoint. Early Monday, according to the Chicago Tribune, a reporter and a photographer for Spanish language TV station Univision Chicago were filming just before 5 a.m. in the 1200 block of North Milwaukee Avenue when three white men wearing ski masks and brandishing firearms robbed them at gunpoint. They were approached with guns and robbed, said Luis Godinez, vice president of news at Univision Chicago. Mainly, it was personal items and they took a camera. The Chicago police identified the victims as a 28-year-old male and a 52-year-old male. Uh, They were outside when the three men drove up in a gray sedan and black SUV. After taking the items, the armed robbers fled southbound in their vehicles. No injuries were reported and no one is in custody, the police said. Okay, why are you robbing news people? They're just out there trying to do their jobs, man. I mean, like, if you're going to rob a news person, you take all the equipment, right? You don't take their personal items because the equipment is going to get replaced. Their personal items, maybe not. So don't be dicks. Don't don't be dicks. Stop it. And how do you get away in Chicago that easily? Those streets are narrow as fuck. Uh, All right. Well, it doesn't get any better in Texas, of course, because a Mexican man is injured after a Texas National Guardsman fired a weapon across the Rio Grande and hit him. It appears the man was still in Mexico when this occurred. The man, Darwin Jose Garcia, first said he was trying to enter the United States by crossing the river, but later claimed he was practicing a sport. Yeah, swimming, right? Uh, a spokesperson for the National Guard said the incident is under investigation. I am deeply troubled by the es- this escalation in force on our border, Senator Cesar Blanco of El Paso said. We are not at war with Mexico. <sighs> God damn it. Border patrols, don't, don't fucking start firing at people across the, the border. Come on. Don't fire at my people. Oh, it was a National Guard. Sorry, not Border Patrol. National Guardsmen. Stop firing at my people. Stop it. Don't do that. That's bad. It's bad across any border. Don't fire Canadians. Don't fire at at Mexicans. Ugh, Jesus Christ. And that was some bad news. All right. I came across this video on Instagram, and it just, uh, I think I could relate to it.
0: Why? people make their edibles so strong what are you running from why am i tasting colors i just wanted to go to target now i gotta call somebody to come get me because my car turned into a spaceship and i don't know how to fly it i'm not an astronaut Uh, y'all I'm so high.
1: But while I'm next to the man, um, while I'm sitting right next to him, does anybody have any questions for God? Because I'm right there. That is the normal experience on edibles. Like, why are they so strong? I don't get it. And some people can take them and just... Go about their day. Now, I know there's different milligrams of of edibles. Like there's the five, there's the 10 milligrams of THC, which are really harmless. But then you get into the 25 or 100 milligrams. And there's been times where I've been like this gentleman, where I swear I could see the universe expanding one atom at a time, one gas at a time. And I remember this one time we were at the smokeout festival and I knew one of the vendors and he hooked me up with all these edibles and I decided, hey, you know what? They all look and I asked him, how are they? And he's like, they're fine. They're mid range. And I was like, all right, cool. So I had a couple of them because one was like uh, peanuts and another was a gummy and another was a, a drink. And the next thing I know About 20 minutes later, I had no legs. I look at my friend and I say, my legs don't work. Friend, my legs do not work. I have no legs. I don't know if anyone's ever seen that movie Kids where the guy's like, I have no legs. I have no legs. But that was me. That was me. Looking at my friend and I literally legitimately couldn't feel my legs now mind you. I'm standing straight up So my legs are working But I was like I can't feel my legs And then my friend proceeds to walk me out of the festival and this is before Weed was completely legal. I think I think it was still in the medicinal marijuana phase But I'm walking on the streets of San Bernardino and cops come by and I'm trying to be cool. Like, be cool, be cool. And my friend's like, dude, you were walking so funny. You were walking like so slow, like stretching out your legs. And I was like, how? I didn't know how my legs were working at that moment. I felt that I did not have them. But those stories are wild. Uh, A friend of mine took an edible at dinner. He's like, I'm just going to try to speed up my high. And he just did or speed up my drinking. And he didn't realize that he took a 25 milligram or 25. I don't know what milligram grams or whatever. I don't know. I don't know. But the, to, he took 25, but then he took two. And then next thing you know, we lost him. He got up from dinner, took, took a walk on Sunset Boulevard, came back. And was like, hey, do you guys know there's things happening outside? We're like, yeah, it's a boulevard. It's, just, it's busy. But he was gone. So be careful with edibles. And for those who enjoy them, more power to you. I, I cannot touch them anymore. Um, but, but, man, they usually lead to a good, fun story. Well, jank says, I think that's it for today. Uh, thanks for listening. Thanks for being a Patreon subscriber. And for those who aren't, because this is going to be a free episode, join up, man. Join up because I don't know how long I'm going to join. I'm going to keep doing free episodes. So I would really love for you to continue listening and and uh, being a Patreon subscriber. And to those who are Patreon subscribers, I appreciate you. says, until next time, squish!
0: They try to cut my shit. We don't want him. We got him. But this is California. California.